1: to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan.
2: Well, this is the following on Daily Podcast. I'm Andrew McKenna. I'm alongside the former England bowlers, Steve Harmison and Alex Tudor, as we look back on the fourth test between... India and England, the hosts surviving a few scares to seal the series with a five-wicket victory in Ranchi. We'll be reflecting on a missed opportunity for England and look at where they need to improve as they go another series without a victory. We'll also focus on the positive performances of India's Dhruv Jurel and the England spinner Shoaib Bashir. We'll be getting reaction from both camps as well. So plenty to come over the next half an hour or so. This is Following On. (laughs) So it is all done and dusted. India win the fourth Test match by five wickets. They reached the 192 that they needed for victory in 61 overs. Uh, they did it, as I say, with five wickets to spare. They go three-one up and take the series. It was a, it was an interesting one because Rohit Sharma and Jaiswal once again got them off to a solid start with Rohit getting a half century. 55, Jaiswal getting 37, Shubman Gill was 52, not out. But Pasidara duck, Judeja 4, Safra as a first ball duck gave England real, real hopes. But um, Gill and, and uh, Jurel uh, saw them uh, home. Bashir 3 for 79 from 26 overs in that once again. 25 overs from Tom Hartley, 1 for 70, Joe Root 1 for 26, the uh, other wicket taker. So it means India win the match and the series 3-1 up going to uh, Shillar in a week or so's time for the uh, final match Steve Harmison, um first of all India take the series England and England winning of course in in Hyderabad uh but India hit back with the next three
3: yeah no great surprise that India um have won the series I think before the the series started I think Everybody was expecting with the the England unit that was going out to, to India the inexperience of the spin bowlers um, that India would beat would be England even though at the time you're you're not you know looking into the the injuries that India would have but I think England as much as they have lost the series I'm actually quite proud of the way England have performed you know there's couple of couple of moments where you know if we all live in the perfect world which a lot of people do when they're not playing. Um, you can criticise and have a go and say this is where it was lost and if you did this you know, and, and, and did that, then I think that's short-sighted. I really do. I think this England team have performed very, very well. With everything that they've had and the inex- inexperience they've got going out there, if I was Ben Stokes, I'd be proud of my unit. I really would. I've given it a right hot go. I, I, a lot of people are thinking, right, India are going to win this and win it comfortably. India haven't won this comfortably. They really haven't. They might have had a couple of big margins of victory, but England have been in the game in all four of these test matches and I think because of that, that's why I'm, I'm proud, we've unearthed a couple of you know, talented cricketers in Bashir and you know, the all-round qualities of Tom Hartley Still a few question marks on one or two, and I think there's some old skeletons come out, especially in in the Ollie Robinson department. But I think all in all, I'd be proud of of what my team have delivered for me if I was I was Ben Stokes. India were supposed to win this Test series, but I don't think India have won this Test series as as easily as what a lot of people would think they have done. England have fought and met it hard for India. Um, and again today, you know, Bashir was excellent today. You know, you could say if we had five, two fifty, if we hadn't you know about you know 25 uh, 20 overs for 25 runs if somebody had bowled differently if we had bowled differently last night in you know, the these are all if spots and maybes for a young inexperienced bowling attack and you know and, and a little bit of wet behind the ears team but for me uh, as much as it, it's it's a crush it's a hard defeat to take because i think england were ahead of the game quite a few times in this i actually think i'd be proud of my, my team at this moment in time if i was Ben Stokes
2: if it's two letters, but it's one of the biggest words in the English language. Um, Alex Tudor, Ben Stokes said from the outset they were going to carry on playing this style because, well, numerous sides have come to India and played traditional cricket before. And India have lost the grand total of three test matches in 45 coming into this series. So what would be the point in doing it differently? Well, they've lost the series. But as Harmi said, they were in all of the games uh, ironically, the game that they weren't really in is the one they the one, the one they weren't after coming back from 190 runs runs down. So, did it? Did, has this approach worked for them? It's not worked in terms of results. Has it worked in terms of cricket? I think with the personnel that they've had,
4: you know, you're missing you're missing a lot of players. Missing some experience as well. And I believe I, I agree with Harmy everything he said. You know, I think he can be very proud of the way that his team have backed his thoughts and what he's wanted from this series. They've tried extremely hard. Uh, Young lads who've not played a lot of cricket, you're asking them to go out there and win you a game in the fourth innings. They've tried. They're going to bowl bad balls. You're playing against very good players who are accomplished and used to playing in those conditions. And with the positivity that Ben Stokes exudes towards his team, I think it's helped them massively. I, I can think under different captains, this series would have been 5-0 uh, and and gone a different way and, and teams would have folded and, oh, we're, we're not very good and not getting heads would have gone down. Not under Ben, he's not allowing that. So every game has had something on it. It's been very close. Uh, you can go on the what ifs and if, you know, batted slightly better if a couple of your senior batters got a few more runs to give the bowlers a little bit more chance... If we spent a bit more time at the crease, they're what-ifs, but they they can be very proud of what they've done so far. They had a sniff today. Hasn't quite worked out. You know, Gil and Jarrell, for me, is going to be a phenomenal player. I just love the way he goes about it, and Army makes a great point. He's got to be very close to getting man in a match. That 90, and especially batting with the lower order on day two, has maybe changed the game. Instead of England being three figures in front, It went down to, what was it, 40-odd? 46. 46. That's a game-changer, isn't it? Because I was saying, if England get 200, and on this wicket, which has shown, it weren't impossible to bat. Yes, there were some demons in it and cracks and keeping low and spinning, but they were happening slow. It wasn't like they were spitting at you. I mean, how many wickets have we seen where it's actually spitted and jumped up? And it, 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 It wasn't the case. So... You know, we misread wicket. I mean, you know, day one before lunch and Ben Stokes got that one. We're thinking day two, game's done. Well, how wrong were we? And a lot of batters got in. And they spent a lot of time and hit a lot of balls. And, you know, that's what can happen. Sometimes you, you get these demons in your head. And how many times do we say that cricket is played in the head? If you have a positive mindset and you go out there and just play the situation, which India did, and they, that's why they've ended up on top. But England could be very proud of what they did. Just miss opportunities, I think, in a few. With as I said, top order, you know, your number three getting a pair that doesn't help. Johnny Burst hasn't really got the weight of runs that you would expect of someone of that caliber to get. It could have been different.
3: Well, sorry, I'll just jump in. The one thing what will happen here is people will say baseball doesn't work in India. That's what people will say. Basball doesn't work in India, and I'll say nonsense because yeah, England, England are in England were in a position in all them Test matches because of the mentality and the outlook that they had. You know, you can see it from a results point of view, like you say, yeah, if you want to just throw a result at us, yeah, 3-1. You know, baseball hasn't worked in India because it, it's 3-1. But I'm sorry, England, England would have been in a hell of a worse position if they'd gone down the, the, the sort of before this regime come in, playing with this team, you know, with inexperience that they've got in these surroundings, on these sort of wickets. For me, basketball has worked here and it's given them the best chance to, to be in the contest. I think if, if they hadn't, if they'd gone back to before McCullum and Stokes and that mentality team comes out here, then I don't think England get anywhere near. I really don't think England can get anywhere. So, yes, people will criticise me for saying that you know, you're sticking up for Ben and Brendan and I'm sticking up for this team in such a way that I think this mentality has given them the best chance to win. It's made mistakes. But it's going to make mistakes. And for me, I would rather a team go and play the way they've gone and played and lose that way, try, trying to be you know, the best versions of themselves and give themselves the best chance to win playing this mentality than playing the other way. Because I think they would have been 4-0 down if they would played the other way. So that for me is, yes, there are going to be a lot of headlines. Baseball doesn't work. Nonsense. It does work. Unfortunately, it does make mistakes. And in this situation against this side in India... We've come in, you've got Jadeja and and Ashwin, you know, when they needed it on a turning pitch, they came out and they got England to bat 20 overs for 25 runs. You know, England tried to be proactive, didn't work. That was the mistakes that they made and that's unfortunately what's going to come. You can't have everything, you can't have everything going your way all the time. The people that say a basketball won't work or basketball doesn't work or criticise this team, play the perfect game in the perfect mind who have either not played the game or have been out of the game for so long that they don't understand the way the modern cricket works. I was guilty before the series started. Really guilty. And I hold my hands up and say I was really guilty of that before the series started. Apologise to a few important people because of that. But for anybody that comes out and says that
2: this method doesn't work in India, I tell you what, I want to get there to shake. The other thing is, we're also being incredibly disrespectful for India. Because um, this series now means they've won 17... Sorry, they're undefeated in 17 series in a row. Yes, no Virat Kohli. Yes, no KL Rahul. It, it, you kind of think, well, it opens up an opportunity. We use the phrase a couple of times, never have a better chance. But they've still got a, 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 a production line of players. We've seen Jurel come into this side. We've seen Jaiswal emerge as one of the brightest talents that we've seen in God knows how long. So we can say, oh, well, you know, it doesn't work. You, but you're not, you're not comparing like with like. You've got to appreciate. You're playing India in India. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we've got to be honest about the whole thing, haven't we?
4: Yeah, 100%, Maka. And I, I, and again, you know, Harmy makes a great point. For this, for these individuals and for the modern player, the way that Ben plays works for them. And it was it was great to see them go out there. There was times when Ray Sharma was scratching his head. He didn't know where to turn with the way that, you know, Duckett and Crawley were coming at them. He's like, Shh, well, I don't normally see this. We don't see this in India. And, uh, you know, and I said, if a couple of the senior players, obviously Joe Root came good in this game, but if he, if he got firing all of a sudden, it's problems. And it is with the way they play. And I love the positivity that Ben has in the field. I would have loved to have played underneath him. He reminds me very much of Adam Holyoke, who I was blessed to have as captain at Surrey, where the game's always moving along. He doesn't let it drift. He puts fielders in particular positions. He backs his bowlers. I mean, gone are the days where, you know, I'll go for eight or 10 off and I, and I might not be seen again for two sessions. He said, no, Hartley. In that first game, we can go back. That first game, he said, no, I believe in you. You're my bowler. Keep bowling. Keep bowling. That would have done that young man the world of good. He would have been captains. Nope, off, not seeing him again and he's trying to get overs off sort of non-bowlers or whatever, but he backed him and it helped him getting into this game. And as you said, for a young player who's not bowled a lot of red ball in red ball cricket, would have done him well of good. Bashir, an emergence. It was just a gut feel from the selectors and Ben folks. The height, knowing that the wickets who'd have played on from his experience in the IPL. Yep, I think I need a bowler who's tall, an off spinner. And they went for him. That's going to do them the world of good. So I think, yeah, people are always, and you're always going to get the old players. And I think I said last test match when people were coming out with nonsense when Joe played that reverse sweep off Jaspit Bumrah. I said, I think some of the ex pros need to be quiet. You know, the game has changed, it's moved on, it's exciting. Young people are in full by watching it, listening to it. That old, that's gone. That old generation of cricket is gone. It's a new age. Yes, it hasn't worked. And we've got to remember, as you rightly said. India don't lose in India. It was always going to be difficult. Harmi said at the beginning, 5-0, when we heard about preparation and all these type of things. And he's, you know, and that's what I love about Harmi. As a, as a grown-up, you sort of think, yeah, I got it wrong. I'll hold my hands up. Some people don't. Harmi did. And you, and you accept that. And, um, you know, we move on. I mean, 3-1, you know, you go into that last game, you give it a good go, 3-2 coming back from India with this young team, with the inexperienced um, spinners that you have. Listen, they move on.
3: Just to finish up on that. They had they had you said it rightly so they had players missing. And people might just think it's a flipping comment because you've got Jack Leach missing. It's one of the only ones missing for England. Jack Leach is your main spin bowler in India. It's like it's like having Jimmy Anderson missing for the not Jimmy Anderson, that's a poor example, but you're having a type of English seaman missing for an English summer, in a wet English summer. So these these two other bowlers have stood up, Hartley and Bashir, off the back of losing Jack Leach. Jack Leach is out there as your forefront spin bowler. And he makes a difference. He would have made a difference in this, in this series. So you know, little things didn't go you know and mistakes come and you know you you live and die by the, the decisions that you make but I I I sooner I could go to bed easily at night if I was Ben Stokes you know going with this group the way they've gone than, than trying to come out here and say, go and no disrespect to Chris Silverwood but go and try and say, All right, we'll play the long game, try and bat for the, as much as we can as long as we can and get the biggest score we can in the first innings and, you know, I, I think that that was one from 17 and that's nothing against Joe or, or, or Chris yeah. Silverwood's team, this mentality is the right way going
2: forward yeah, it'll win, for me it'll win more games than it'll lose So India have won 39 of the last 50 test matches played in India, 78% Record that is a heck of an effort, and they've now won 10 of the last 12 played against England in India. So, there you go, that kind of backs up what we were saying. Uh, right, let's hear from one of the men involved. Shubman Gill has been speaking with the host TV broadcasters. Shubman,
5: congratulations, very well played. Yeah, I mean, quite a bit of uh, nervousness out there, isn't it?
6: Yeah, definitely. You know, we were put under pressure by them, but I think we got a good start as well by our openers, and then obviously, on a wicket like this. Uh, when you lose a couple of wickets, obviously there is some pressure. But I think the way Jurel came in, uh, we had a good partnership in the end.
5: 119 deliveries without a boundary. How difficult was that mentally and how strong and how did you kind of control your instincts?
6: Yeah, I think I think this would probably go down as my own leaning where I didn't hit a boundary. Like a 4 uh, after scoring a 50. But, you know, you have to you have to see the situation and you have to play the situation sometimes. And I think the way their bowlers were bowling, they were bowling really good lines and they had also been protecting their boundaries pretty well. So it was important for us to just keep taking the game and uh, not let the bowlers bowl too many maidens because then on a wicket like this, you are waiting for a magical ball to uh, happen to you. So that was the plan, you know, keep uh, taking the singles and as soon as they give us anything loose, try to bounce on that.
7: Shubman and Sunil here, very well played. Thank you, sir. I think you shepherded the team. When Dhruv Jurel came in for the hat-trick ball, did you exchange any words uh, before he took the first ball?
6: Yeah, I just told him, you know, you batted uh, beautifully in the first innings. Just have the same mindset. And to the all spinners, we have this plan. We're going to look to uh, play them. We're going to look to step down to them and play them because then the LBW is out of the game. Uh, and I think uh, the way the way he came down and you know rotated the strike was beautiful
5: Is that, uh, was that your thought process as well playing Bashir because you uh, played him differently in the second innings?
6: Yeah, you know in the first inning as, in the first innings as well, the ball was not turning much, so i didn 't step out uh, much, and the ball, which I uh, got out in the first innings, it hit the crack and it spun sharply, and in the second inning, I just thought I would take lBW out of the game by just stepping out and then uh, it's it's one of those things which i have actually practiced a lot you know step out and uh, play for the singles or defend because generally when you're stepping out you're always looking for the big shot but i think if, if you can step out and you have this game where you can step out and defend and or look for the single i think it really helps on wickets like these
5: it's a very new look indian batting lineup you yourself are very very young uh, not just age but also your experience what does it mean to that young batting unit that dressing room and you yourself
6: it means the world to us you know we coming coming here having to play the series with the not much uh, betting experience in the in the batting lineup and having lost kl by uh, after the first test match obviously there were some nerves going into the test matches but i think the way rohit bhai backed all of us and the way rohit bhai gave us the confidence to you know just go out there and play and express yourself we have played quite a bit of first class cricket you know just think this is no different
2: shubman gill speaking with um... Sanjay Mandraka and uh, Sunil Gavaskar uh, after the match spoke pretty well and admitted that, yeah, look, you know, we're we're a young side, but but Rohit gave them a a lot of confidence. I'm not entirely convinced as, as Rohit in his tactical captaincy, but actually in terms of what Ben Stokes is doing for England and giving them confidence, it sounds like Rohit is doing a, a similar kind of thing with the England. Well, English I think he
3: inspires them. He inspires them because of who he is and what he's done in the game and, you know, this this fantastic player. You know, technically, he's, he's very, very good. I still can't believe his numbers and the amount of cricket he's played because I don't think he's played a great deal of cricket for the age he's at, but he does inspire them. You know, captaincy to one side, um, but looking at Shudman Gill, a lot was talked about Shudman Gill coming into this series. Does he bat at number three? Do they bring Cheteshwar Pajara back? Do they, you know they go down a different route because you know aya has been pushed to one side Ishan Kishan's been you know pushed to one side because he's refusal to play first class cricket Shubman Gill averaging under 30 going into this this series wasn't he was somebody not only under pressure, but probably in the last chance saloon of is he a test cricketer or is he just a short format cricketer? And i tell you what, it's only 52, but this could be a career defining innings for him because not only is it 52, done it the hard way, he's done it in a winning position. So the understanding, and this is what I keep saying, Tudes, when we talk about young fast bowlers, when they talk about you know their, their experience. And, and one of my big, big bugbears is them not bowling enough. It's defining the moment when you can win a game for your team. Get a five to win the game for your team. You know, you look at you know relatively young cricketers. Have they got a hundred and getting a hundred over the line, winning for the game for their team? Well, Shriman Gill's only got fifty, but he's learned how to m- manage a situation to get England, India from a a winning position to to the winning position, and that there a fifty not out getting themselves a a, a, a a test match win and a series win, that will be like 150. That's like a 200 first innings run scoring. you know, Because the, the way he's done it, the manner he's done it, no boundaries, 142 balls. Um, you, watch, you watch Shubbin girls' average now go from 30 to 40 very, very quickly.
2: Uh, yeah, and you, you look at it, he, he got 38 in the first innings as there were 300 all out. And Drift Durrell, 90 in the first innings that we've already touched on, Tudes. But then thirty nine not out in the second innings again. Again, you're talking about coming in and, and making a moment and and you know doing something that says to the management can't leave me out. Yeah, he, he's done that
4: as well. Yeah, sorry, hundred percent, Maka. He he just comes and exudes time in class. You know, poised at the crease, doesn't look phased at all. You, you think of the pressure situation in both innings that he had to come in and, and deal with it. He was phenomenal. Um, does it in a class way as most Indian batters do and he creates a headache now a good headache for the selectors and that's what you want you want you want when people come in they don't know whether they have to perform it's not like oh yeah you're going to get four or five games you have to perform because if you don't there's someone waiting to come back and you're talking about world class players that are coming back from injury so when you get your opportunity and I always say this when you get your chance be ready have you done your skills? As Harmi says, have you bowled enough balls? Have you hit enough times? Have you scored under pressure situations? You know, it's all right going out there and getting runs when it's flat. and It's bowling through a pipe and it's not doing anything. You can just stand and, what is it, step and fetch, as we call it. But is it under when the ball's turning? It's seaming. A bowler's in a spell. Can you see him off? And then you pick off the other bowlers. It's those situations for me. And that's why I don't throw the world, world-class or class player around enough a lot. But when I do see it, you know, I, I will call it. And, um, you know, with Joshua at the at the top of the innings, he's going to be an absolute world-beater in all formats of the game. And this, Jarrell, i tell you, if there's any problems with, say, Coley, KRL with, through injury and stuff, they've got a lad there who's going to be absolutely class.
2: Uh, well... Indian TV aren't exactly the, the, the great rushers of the world. Uh, they've finally got the presentation ceremony underway, and we can join Sanjay Mandrekar, who is speaking with the England captain, Ben Stokes. Ben, that applause is for you.
7: Honestly, because I, you know very rarely you've seen a foreign team come and play in these conditions and get under the skin of India. You've done that a couple of times, if not more. So well done on that to begin with. Your thoughts?
8: Yeah, look, I think... <laughs> You know, I think it was a great test match, Um, you know, if you look at the scoreboard, India win by five wickets, uh, I don't think it really gives enough credit to to sort of the game as a whole, you know, the amount of ebbs and flows, you know, every single day that happened Um, and, you know, I've got to give so much credit to, you know, our spinners, uh, Tom Hartley, Sheld Bashir, to come out and put in that performance uh, throughout the whole test match, but in particular today, you know. Being exposed in situations like that at such a, you know, early start of their career, I mean, incredible. Uh, I couldn't be more proud of those two in particular, but obviously very proud of the team throughout this whole week and what they've thrown at India.
7: You knew when you came here that uh, you didn't have an experience in bowling attacks, so I guess somewhere as captain you conditioned yourself to be patient and be positive because I saw many occasions lose ball or six being hit, but you're always trying to egg them on.
8: Yeah, I mean, look, that's that's the way I am as a person. That's the way I am as a captain. Um, it's allowing, um, you know, these young guys to to come into a, you know, sort of pretty intimidating um, situation at Test cricket against India, who are an incredibly hard team to come out here and play against. And um, you know, just allowing them the freedom to to run up and, and treat every ball as an occasion, rather than thinking about you know something that's already happened and can't be changed. And um, you know, I think so far the series not only has it. Uh, brought out a lot of talent, not only for us, but also for India. Um, You know, Test cricket, I'm a massive cricket fan. Uh, I love Test cricket and I think on both sides we've seen some young inexperienced players come out and I think the future looks great for Test cricket.
7: Well, the experience, um, you know, interestingly, India was the other way around then. They had inexperience in their batting, but you had experience in your batting. So somewhere, would it be fair to say that you would have expected more from your batters
8: uh, coming the fourth Test match, carried their form a little more, Ben? Uh, no, I think we've been, we've been good in periods. You know, I think if we look at yesterday, obviously when we had our turn with the bat, I think, um, <laughs> I don't want to say impossible because I don't think anything's impossible, but that was incredibly hard yesterday. Mm. Um, when you get conditions against Ashwin, Jadeja, and cool Deep like that, scoring becomes very, very hard, especially when you want to eat the game out as long as we wanted to do. We didn't think the pitch was going to get any better and I think it, we've seen that today. So, look, I think the way in which, you know, the Indian spinners operated yesterday made it incredibly hard for us to score but also to rotate the strike. So, um, yeah, you know, that little period there was very, very tough for us. Joe Root and
7: Shoaib Bashir, the two heroes from this game. So a word on those two?
8: Yeah, Joe Root, incredible knock. Um, you know, I know he's took a fair bit of criticism, which I, I don't think is, is is very fair, you know. <laughs> yeah. Someone's played 100 and God knows how many games, scored 12,000 runs. This is his 31st Test Match 100, um, you know, Classes, permanent forms, temporary, all that kind of stuff. And Shoah Bashir, I mean, wow, like what a story, what a journey. Coming in here, taking eight wickets in the game, getting his first, you know, five wicker holders professional in the test match against India. I mean, wow, the sky's the limit for that guy. So very, very proud of him.
7: Just watching you captain, because as a commentator as well, you couldn't take your eyes off the match because there's something happening all the time with field placement, which added to the pressure that was created by the bowlers and of course by your tactics. But in the end, 3-1. You know, you might, must feel hurt that, you know, after all this coming so close, the scoreline still reached 3-1.
8: Yeah, I think, you know, you come into series and you obviously want to win. You want to win games of cricket. Um, but, you know, I'm, I've been here for two years and I, I, my, my message is cons- constantly consistent. Um, mm-hmm. It's about the, the input that everyone gives to the team. Um, if we worry too much about the output, I think we're not sort of committing as much as we can do as individuals and as a team. And, you know, everyone, every test match here is throwing absolutely everything they can out on the field. Nothing has ever been left out on that field. And that's all I ask my players.
7: Well, all the best for Dharam Kshala. Well played until
8: now. Thank you. Well done.
1: to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan.
2: Ben Stokes in conversation with Sanjay Mandrake. So uh, the England captain more than happy with uh, what's been produced over the uh, the four days. Alex Tudor's still alongside me uh, on that. And um, <laughs> it's really interesting, you know, he, he's talking with Sanjay Mandrake there, saying, look, my message is consistent in the fact that we just want to be consistent in the messaging. He doesn't get too high. doesn't get too low. And he knew that Joe Root's a class player. And he knew that 100 that w- was around the corner. And at the same time, he took a punt on show of Bashir. And it worked out. Yeah, of course. I mean, the noise
4: that was coming out of that, that last test match on that one shot that Joe Root played. And everyone just, I don't know why. You know, he's the best player of our generation that England ever had. And people were kicking up a fuss. Utter nonsense. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't take to social media too often to have a go, but I was like, listen, I think it's time people start to stop the noise. Um, it was far too much noise going on. He's a world-class player. He's in that bracket of five, if you think of Coley and Kane Williamson and Steve Smith. He's in there. He's definitely in there, belongs in there. It was only a matter of time before Joe Root goes out there and scores a 100. It wasn't like he was looking horrible at the crease, because he doesn't. He's quite a net. He's a very elegant player, and it was... You know he was getting out, and and that can happen. But he was always going to come good, and he did. And he scored it in a way where I suppose everyone was happy because he didn't play any reverse sweeps. On only one against a spinner, quite late on. Um, but he batted quite beautifully and uh, gave England a chance. Um, to be fair, gave England a chance. Batted beautifully uh, with Ben Fokes first, and then with Ollie Robinson to get England to a good total. Uh, but it just wasn't enough. Just wasn't enough. But sheer outstanding. I mean to have a gut feeling to pull a young lad out who you saw on YouTube, you saw the hype, you think, you know, you, you've you got experience of India because he's played in the IPL, Ben, and, and he knows. He was like, yeah, I think I'm going to go with this lad. Has a little word with Rob Key. Yep, let's just get this guy. And I, I just love the way that they back him, the way that he goes out there, the enthusiasm, the positivity. No, I'm not doing draws. We win or lose, but we're going to play in this way a little bit like a Premier League manager, say Pep Guardiola or Klopp, we're playing this way, we're still going to pass it from the back and we're going to be flamboyant, we'll go out there and entertain. That's what we're here to do, to entertain. And on the back of that, I've got young kids at school always asking questions, they're watching Test cricket, not just the white ball, they're talking about Test cricket and that is purely because of the way that Ben and, and under Ben, um, Brendan McCullen, they've come with this positivity, it's exciting, they want to watch it. When England are batting, you want to be watching it or listening to it live on Talks Bolt Two because something is going to happen.
2: Well, we've heard from one captain. Shall we? Uh, shall we complete the set? Um, right, Sharma is is now speaking with Sanjay Mandrekar.
7: Won't ask you anything. Just just react after the result of this match series win.
9: No, see, it's been a very hard fought series, without a doubt. Uh, you know, uh, and to come on the right side of it. Uh, At the end of four test matches, uh, feels really, really good. Really proud of uh, everyone in the dressing room. Uh, You know, there were a lot of challenges thrown at us, but I thought we responded pretty well uh, to different challenges in different test matches. Uh, I thought we were quite composed uh, in what we wanted to achieve and what we wanted to do on the field. And, uh, yeah, very happy.
7: Rohit, I played in the 80s and 90s when test was the main format, you know, that is what we played for, but these guys are different, these are young 20-year-olds who play all the other formats, they are good at that as well, but their desire to make a difference in test cricket, Daru Jurel, 3 hours, 40 minutes at the crease, Koldip Yadav as well, I mean, uh, how do you read that?
9: Clearly tells me that they want to be here Um, You know all the hard work that they have done in the past uh, You know growing in the growing up years uh, coming through, you know the whole circuit of playing domestic cricket uh, Playing the local club cricket and performing there um, And then coming here obviously it's a big challenge to play test match cricket. We all know that but uh, You know these guys when I look at them when I talk to them uh, The responses that I get from them is quite encouraging so Um, You know, my job and Rahul Bhai's job is to make sure that we give them the environment that they want to be in and they don't feel too much about going out there and getting the job done. They want to get the job done, but it is no point keeping uh, uh, or keep talking to them about it or reminding them about it uh, because when they come here, they are very clear in what they want to do. Um, You know, Jurel, especially playing his second second game, showed solid composure, um, calmness as well and got, got the shots as well. Uh, you know, the guys uh, played all around the wicket. Uh, the first inning, 90 of his, was very, very crucial for us to get close to that uh, target, uh, close to that first inning runs that England got. Uh, and then, obviously, again, in the second inning, showed a lot of maturity, a lot of composure as well, uh, along with Gil.
7: So when you look at the slipcorder now, Rohit, you know, you see all these new boys, and suddenly you're looking at a new Indian team. Uh, now add Virat Kohli and Rishabh Panth, to your batting lineup because people were worried about the kind of batting lineup that you had experience. Virat Kohli, Rishabh, and part of this batting lineup now suddenly you're looking at a very very solid test
9: batting lineup, Roy. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, you know it's always it's always not pleasing when you miss uh, you know your key players. But again, uh, there's, there's nothing we can do as a as a group. Um, you know uh, those guys are proven players. Uh, in all sorts of conditions, and to come and sh- fill their shoes, obviously to these guys were not easy. Uh, there were pressure from the outside, not inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought they responded very well uh, to all the situations. Like I said at the uh, at the start, the, all the situations that were thrown at them, they responded pretty well. And then, obviously, then you know when you when you make a mark like that, uh, you know you hold yourself in good position. Uh, obviously, long career ahead as well. But uh, again, the performance la- performances like this obviously will, you know, motivate them and make sure that whenever the opportunity comes, you, you know, th- these guys are ready for it. Akash Deep as well had a great test, so you know,
7: everything's coming together for you, uh, Roy. So now, what is the ambition with this test batting lineup going to Dharamshala? You want to win that one as well? Obviously. Yeah,
9: without a doubt, uh, we turn up to every test matches thinking that we want to win, uh, no matter where we stand or what has happened in the past. Uh, You know, obviously, this was a great series uh, that we played, the four games that we played, uh, still one more to go. But we want to make sure that we turn up well in that game as well and try and put our best foot forward. Uh, Obviously, uh, you know, playing a five-test match series for some of these guys, they were not used to it. uh, But, you know, guys have shown a lot of calmness and, uh, you know, a lot of composure around it. So pretty confident that, you know, we put up the same kind of show uh, what we did in this last three test matches. Even Hyderabad, I think we played well, uh, fell a little short there. But um, yeah, for us, nothing changes. We will still go with that same ambition of, uh, you know, making sure that we do all things right uh, and make sure we take it from there.
2: Rahid Sharma speaking with Sanjay Mandrake. So India have won the Anthony DiMello Trophy, the uh, the trophy that India and England play for in these series. Uh, they have uh, gone 3-1 up after a five-wicket victory. Now, of course, it's still one to go in uh, Dharamshala. England's plan... Uh, and I don't know if uh, I'm presuming this hasn't changed yet, was to go and have a few days in Goa in between the fourth and the fifth Test match. So it'll be relaxing. Um, and they don't actually have that many bodies um, left because the only players who, who weren't playing in this game were Gus Atkinson and uh, Dan Lawrence. So um, it's, it's not a case. In previous years, you might have thought, well, actually, it might be wholesale changes, freshen things up. It's not actually that much scope to do a great deal, Alex
4: Tudor. No, it is not. And uh, as you say, they'll they'll stick to their guns. They will most probably go, go and have a break. Most probably won't have any cricket boots or anything like that, or any cricket bats, nothing. And they will uh, go and chill. I think young Bashir will enjoy. He's mostly probably going to get a lot of uh, rub rubdowns, ice baths, hardly the same. Uh, Joe, you know, they're not getting any younger, so he'll need a, he'll need that also. And and then they go again, and they'll try and win the last game, three two. Do India bring back Boomer even though they've won the series or do they say, no, you take more time out. He's, You know, they've won the series. Do they need to bring him back? I mean, it'd be great for the crowds and for the listeners to have someone of that class, world-class performer back. Uh, do India, England make any changes? I mean, phew, there's not many. As you say, Dan Lawrence possibly could come in. Uh, it'd be good maybe to see Gus Atkinson, as you said, a little bit of extra pace um, and, and see what he can do. we have to see what the wicket does in that next test match and Mark Wood of course as well obviously Mark Wood yeah of course so yeah yeah, there might be a, a couple of changes if obviously you know at the moment James Anderson's legs feeling a little bit heavy but he's got 10 days into the next test he'll be fine and then they go again and they'll entertain the crowd they'll play with that positivity I think the only thing is we say is you know with that positivity just sometimes the situation of the match that's all we're all for the positivity but there's sometimes in the gameplay and the wicket and what people were talking about with Joe Root that, oh, he didn't do this, didn't do that. No, the wicket in the first innings made him play that way. He did not need to play all the audacious shots because with it going up and down and with the cracks, you just got to play the ball. And that's what he did. And he did that beautifully. And I think reading the situation was the right thing to do. And that's sometimes the only thing I would ask about under this regime is just read the situation. You can't always go hammers and tongs at everything. Just read the situation. If a bowler's in a good spell... Or if the situation is that someone's maybe off the field, make the bowlers bowl another spell. Get them tied and then punish them. Um, but they'll keep going. They'll keep entertaining. They'll keep us watching and listening. And, and as you say, putting bums on seats. Uh, and that's what they're going to do. Uh, so fair Fair enough.
2: Cheers. thank you very much for uh, being part of the uh, the commentary team. This uh, well, thank test you. match. Thank you very much to uh, all of the crew who have been on duty for this one. As I say, uh, about ten days or so break now until we get back going again in Durhamshire. The seventh of March is the uh, date you need to have in your diary, and we're going to be back with you on the Talksport Cricket YouTube channel and on TalkSport 2 to bring you exclusive coverage of that one. We'll be back with you on the morning of the 7th of March, just before 3.30am. Don't miss it, because if it's anything like this one, it's going to be another belter. You've been listening to the following on podcast from TalkSport. If you missed any of the show or wish to catch up, you can download the podcast. Now available via the free TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, for more cricket content, you can listen to The Cricket Collective on TalkSport 2 every Tuesday evening, as Neil Manthorpe and Double Ashes winner Steve Harmison debate the biggest stories with a host of big names. And if you want to send us a question to a member of the TalkSport team, you can tweet us at cricket underscore TS and we'll answer your question on the next podcast. But for now, you've been listening to Following On.